Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Love Mondays Club podcast. So today I'm going to talk to you about something that is a very requested topic when I talk to anybody about their marketing. And it's all about the subject of coming up with new ideas for content in your social media and your marketing. Now, I was on a call recently with somebody and they quite honestly admitted to me that they absolutely hate social media. (laughs) Now, some of you listening to this might be nodding along thinking, yep, that's me as well. Others might have become converts over the years and other people might absolutely love it. I personally sit halfway on the fence between it. I, The way I see social media for me is it's something I have to have really strict boundaries around with how much time I spend on it. It's something that I think, you know, if you spend too long on it, it's not necessarily good for your motivation or your mental health. But on the flip side, it is also a ridiculously powerful tool and it's an incredible way for us to connect with our clients. And pretty much every client I've ever worked with has found me through social media. So it is still a really important part of our businesses but for me one of the main things with my clients and sort of how I help people inside Love Mondays Club is trying to make social media more accessible more enjoyable and really trying to see the value of it because I know for a lot of us when we first get started there's really that sense of like you're you're talking to nobody you know and you feel like you're not getting any engagement no one's seeing your posts and it can be really demoralizing when you put in all of that effort And I think the problem is when you first get started, it's a combination of two things. Like one, you just haven't built up that audience yet. So there aren't actually people to get eyes on your business. But you know, it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation. So if you don't put yourself out there, then people aren't going to find you. But on the flip side, you know, no one's finding you. So then you're putting stuff out there and you're feeling demotivated because you're not getting responses from people. So one of the main things with this is being consistent. I bet you hear this all the time and you've definitely heard me talk about it on the podcast before about how consistency is so important. And that's all well and good but you've got to have ideas haven't you you've got to know like what am I actually going to write about to be consistent with so that's what I want to talk to you about today and this is kind of inspired by something that I've started doing inside Love Mondays Club a new feature so we do these social session calls every week um we used to do them on Thursdays we've now moved them to Mondays so they're like an accountability call for us all to start the week and what I do every month now is provide my members with a big pack of resources and it's literally all to do with social media content so I give them ideas around, you know, the next coming weeks, like what they could do for their weekly email, what they could do for their social media posts. I give them chat GPT prompts to help them kind of get ideas flowing. I give them templates for how to write the posts, all that sort of stuff. So I'm taking a lot of the the effort and the hard work away from it all. And I want to share with you just some of the themes and some of the kind of ideas that I share with my members that you can start implementing straight away. But of course, as well, if you want more support with this, I'm always happy to have a chat with you about joining Love Mondays Club. But for now, let's dive in and talk about five simple ways that you can create content for your social media. So number one, and this is one of the biggest things I always emphasize to people in their businesses, is talk about what you're doing behind the scenes. So again, on previous episodes, I've talked about introducing new services into your business and this whole idea of not sitting there in your office by yourself, having this ingenious idea, running off for the next few months and creating it, spending 
hours and hours, potentially investing money as well, only to then put it out to the world and it doesn't quite hit the mark and people don't buy it. Now, that's not to say that the idea doesn't work, but one of the most important things is getting people's buy-in, you know, before you've almost released the service and also getting people's feedback, finding out what people want from it. So this is a really easy piece of social media content is to literally talk about what you're working on behind the scenes or ask people, you know, saying, I've had this idea, what do you think about it? And that's a really great engagement piece as well get people talking and you know sharing whether yes they'd be interested in that or not. I want you to ask yourself today with this first idea do people know what you're working on at the moment like if you sort of went out to your audience would they know you know what your projects are in the background what you're maybe planning on doing in 2024 and even more sort of you know breaking it down even smaller do they even know what you do in your day-to-day do they know what you do with your clients in your sessions rather than just saying come join my math tuition why why not talk about the specific topics that you're doing? Because even though it's a specific subject, it's still quite broad. So the more detail we can go into, the more we're going to attract the right people. And the reason I'm telling you this is because we did this in our education business. When we first got going, we went through a phase of rather than just every week saying, come join our class, come join our class. What we did was every week we broke it down and said, this week we're going to be covering X, Y and Z. And what happens is that, you know, there are people in your audience who are following you right now. You know, they might not be engaging with you. They might not be liking things. They're probably lurking silently in the background, but they're probably interested in what you're doing, but they're just waiting for you to say that one thing that makes them think, okay, that is definitely what I need. So as an example, in my education business, like one week, I'd maybe talk about reading skills. Now, some people might look at that and think, oh no, we don't need any support with that. We're fine. But then two weeks later, I say, okay, this week we're doing inference skills. And then suddenly that might ring a little bell for them and think, okay, that actually came up on my child's report. That's something they struggle with. And that might just be the thing that makes them reach out and get in touch with us and inquire there's two parts to that isn't there there's the consistency of just every week showing up telling people what you're doing but also just going into a bit more detail so that people can really see the benefit they're going to get from your services so that's tip number one tip number two is to avoid tips and tricks (laughs) tips and tricks are great But one thing I'll say is that when I go through Instagram and my newsfeed and things like that, there's quite often, you know, little tip of the day or quotes and things like that. And I think there is a place for that. I do think people enjoy reading it. I sometimes do think, though, those kind of posts, they're hard to engage with. Like, you know, I try and engage with most stuff I see on social media. And quite often I read these posts and think, I mean, I can like it, but I don't, you know, there's not much really more I can do with this. So instead, what I encourage people to is tell a story around it. So rather than, for example, me just putting a post out there saying to you guys, email marketing is the number one way to market your business online as like a tip, that doesn't really, you know, you've probably seen that a million times, you've heard me talk about it a lot, but it doesn't really give you much to go away and do anything with that or I'm not even inviting you to come and talk to me about it. So again, what you can do in these situations is think about those tips and tricks that you have, maybe make a list of them and then think about, okay, why do I think these tips are important? Like what evidence do I have of this? What kind of proof? Do I have any stories I can tell around it? And storytelling is fast becoming one of the most powerful ways to market and get your messaging out there to people. Almost what you want to try and do is tell a story 
story that leads to that tip that you have. So almost like that transformational journey. So for example, I would tell you the story about how when I first started my education business way back when, I would rely solely on sort of word of mouth and then I went online and I was on social media and I felt like I had to be on social media every single day promoting stuff. And, you know, to an extent when you first get started, sometimes you do, you know, there is a little bit of hustle there. You've got to put yourself out there quite a bit in the beginning. But that's also not sustainable and you know quickly wears out and you lose the enthusiasm for it. So when I then went away and learned how to use email marketing and automate all my systems, all of a sudden I could you know cut down my social media hours massively to only spending about an hour or two on there a week and now I have this huge beautiful email system that just works for me in the background and does all the heavy lifting. So that's like an example there of like how you know I've told the story of where I started, what my problems were and then what the transformation was at the end when I started using email marketing. So then at the bottom your tip for people is if you haven't started using email marketing yet go do this, go read this article I've written, book in a call with me, let me tell you more about it etc etc. So it's a tip but it still has a really good call to action on it as well that encourages people to go away and do something for themselves whether it's reaching out to you or looking at some other content you've created around it. Okay so tip number three. So this one is again a nice easy one. This is all about customer results or conversations you've had or reviews that you've received. So when it comes to reviews, one thing I always say to people is don't wait until the end of working with somebody to ask for a review. Like it is okay to ask for a review halfway through working. You know, there's no reason why people can't give you multiple reviews. So that's one thing is don't wait until the end. Even if you've been working with someone for a few months, just be honest with your clients and tell them, look, I'm, you know, I'm growing my business. I get lots of inquiries. People like to know about my other clients' experiences. We're working together at the moment. Would you be happy to share a review? Just something really simple um, like that. And then once you have those reviews, don't feel like you can only post them once. You know, I would have them on repeat as you're growing through. So maybe you've got three reviews. So you post one a week and then you repeat them again over those next three weeks. But then as you grow the amount of reviews you have, all of a sudden it becomes becomes a four-week cycle, a five-week cycle, a six-week cycle. And whilst it might feel like you're being quite repetitive with this, I would (laughs) bet a lot of money that you have probably already been on social media today before you started listening to this. Now, think back. Can you remember what you saw on social media this morning or this evening or whatever it might be, the time of day. Yes, there might be one, maybe two things that stand out to you, but you will have scrolled and consumed so much content in those few minutes that you would have been on there. And the truth is you don't remember everything. So this is why with marketing and consistency in social media, it's okay to keep repeating the same message because if anything, that is effective marketing. That's kind of what I would do with reviews, but then also conversations and results. I feel like some of my most inspired social media posts come from just conversations I've had with my clients so in my education world you know sometimes the kids might say something or ask me something that I think oh I thought that was obvious I thought they all knew the answer to that and it's like a little light bulb moment that makes me go off and create a post around it and share lots of value in my love Mondays club maybe my clients sort of achieve something or even they come up against a struggle and we talk about it and that again is going to be something that you know that we that I can share about online and sort of support other people with but it's also showcasing the kind of results that that you can get for your clients so an example of this is I've recently written a post which is coming out 
after the time of this so I write things for advance for the future coming out after the time of this podcast so you'll see it over the next week or two so this post that I've written it was all inspired by a conversation I had with one of my clients and it was all about this idea of like how sometimes we get frustrated with sales and we feel like we're not making sales and maybe you know we're running a program or a class or something like that and it's not filling up and you know we we get ourselves into that kind of feeling of like oh why isn't it selling you know why aren't people interested and this was the case for my client you know she was feeling frustrated about things and so when we were having this conversation one of the first things I asked her was when was the last time you talked about it on social media now we both kind of laughed and she sort of rolled her eyes at me because she knew it was a rhetorical question but you know this was the kind of gentle point I was making to her is that quite often in the background you know we're, we're sat there thinking all the time about this program or service that we want to sell but actually are we investing that same amount of time into shouting about it from the rooftops and talking about it so me and my client we went through and did like a really quick little audit of her social media and her messaging and everything she's been talking about recently and you know we came to the conclusion that actually people probably just don't know about it like we need to put it out there a lot more so that's like an example of just a conversation I had that I went away and thought about it afterwards and thought you know what I bet I know so many of my other clients have you know experienced this I've even felt like this as well in the past with things so that's a great example of something I can talk about on social media and it showcases one that kind of tip of like you know make sure you're consistently talking about your offers and then the second one is it's also giving you a bit of a behind the scenes of what I help my clients with how I would then talk about how I went on and sort of helped her write all her social posts and things like that for it. So that actually leads me really nicely onto tip number four for you about creating content for your social media is really quite simply to talk about your services. (laughs) You know, I talked earlier about tip number one was about your behind the scenes. And this really is a bit of a lead on from that. So the behind the scenes ones was, you know, what you're doing in your day to day. This one here is now just more nitty gritty going into detail about your services and what you offer. So again, I always say this to people with social media posts don't put every single piece of information into one post because people aren't necessarily going to read it all so what I would do is I would make a list and think okay what are the five or ten key selling points of my service that I you know how I help people and then those five or ten points rather than writing a massive bullet point post to put it out on social media I would simply break that down into like 10 different posts maybe across it depends what you're doing you know if it's kind of a long-term evergreen product that you're running then I would do it maybe over 10 weeks if you're doing like a sort of launch period and you've got a date and you really want people in by a certain time then I would break that down to maybe one a day or every other day or every three days depending on what your timeline is like but again it goes back to that thing of that people might be watching you they might not fully understand though what your services are so by just gently drip feeding into their new feed what you do and how you help people one day there might just be that one thing they hear that they think ah that's what I need that's what I need support with and it'll make them reach out to you and similarly as well you know as you're planning parts of your business as you've got ideas I mentioned this earlier like make sure you're going out there and asking people and getting feedback maybe even getting like a beta group of people to come along and test it out with you but it's this whole thing of like get your audience on social media involved in your business like make them a part of it and again I think that makes social media so much more enjoyable because it feels less like you're just stood there on a stage you know with a megaphone talking to a a big room of people and they're not necessarily paying attention to you (laughs) in comparison to like 
building a community and you know getting people's buy-in almost into what you're doing because if they feel like they're contributing to it they're going to be much more engaged and much more interested and likely to work with you and finally tip number five is also just about having a bit of fun with your social media so sharing some personal bits on there and again I've talked about this before about that little exercise of like you know draw a line for yourself on one side what's all the stuff I'm happy to share about and on the other side all the stuff I'm not happy to share about like you don't have to put everything on social media you know your whole life doesn't need to be plastered on there we're not necessarily aspiring to be influencers here <laughs> we do need to put us and our personalities into what we do because for pretty much everyone I've ever spoken to who listens to this podcast we are all service-based businesses and so what that means of course is that our clients tend to work with us very closely a lot of us offer one-to-one or group programs so having that relationship and that rapport there is so important so if we can just you know sprinkle in little bits of us our personality what we're like what we're interested in that in itself is also going to be you know really magnetic for drawing in the kind of people that you might want to work with as well it could be maybe what you're doing at the weekend like if you've gone somewhere nice you could just take a picture of yourself there and talk about it and again in an ideal world if you can link it back to like your services or your job or something like that, that's really great. Because again, it's not just a random, oh, hi, here's me standing outside a castle. (laughs) It could kind of, I don't know, link to like a story or something, or maybe you could go to the theatre and talk about how that might link to, I don't know, like a service you're offering at the moment, all sorts of different things. There's like a million ideas. In fact, I could do a whole, this is an idea. This is an idea. See, look, actually, as I'm saying this to you, I'm thinking, this is a whole other idea for a podcast, how we can, you know, turn these like personal personal things into kind of linking it back to our services so I promise you that will come in 2024 that's a new episode for us but for now you know don't overthink it just sharing those little personal things and also as well I always say this like one of the best posts to get engagement is a picture of your pet if you've got a pet every now and again sprinkle in a little picture of them like the office dog the office cat or whatever other pet you might have and I promise you that will probably be your most successful post which is beyond frustrating isn't it because we spend hours writing these carefully curated posts and all this stuff to help people and then we put a picture of the dog on there and suddenly everyone comes out the woodwork engaging with it But that is the way of social media. And also, again, it's not a bad thing because, you know, people will engage with that post. And then what that will mean for the algorithm is that your next post that comes through will then be bumped up in their newsfeed a little bit more. So, you know, the dog and cat photos can be pretty strategically done as well. Okay, perfect. So I hope that has been really helpful for you. So a quick little recap, five simple ways for you to create more content for your social media. Talk about what you do behind the scenes. Avoid just a simple tips and tricks post, like tell a story, show that transformation, you know, give people evidence why that tip works or why that trick works. Customer like conversations, results, reviews. The fourth one was talking about your services and your ideas and getting people's buy-in for that engagement as well. And then finally, tip number five was just to have a little bit of fun, like put the personal stuff out there, help people to get to know you. And as we say, like one of the hardest things about creating content is also staying consistent. Like I know for lots of us, we go through periods where sometimes we're really inspired and we've got loads of ideas. And then we go through other, you know, sort of times where we may be feeling a bit like, oh, I don't know what to say. For me, one of the main things, again, help a lot of my clients with this is I say to them, like, you need to also, one of the most important things before you even worry about the content that you're creating you need to have a really good idea of of what you're doing and what you're selling inside of your business because 
all of these posts I've just talked about here, they're not just for entertainment value. They're not just there to, you know, get engagement. One of the most important things is that they should all be leading back to your services and your offers and ways to work with you. Sometimes it'll be really direct. You know, when you do the sales post, the call to action is going to be very simply get in touch if you want to work with me or if you want to find out more about this. The other ones a bit more of the kind of transformational side or, you know, the personal getting to know you. Those aren't necessarily directly sales, but they're just helping people to kind of buy into your world and and see what you're all about. So what I would say is before you ever sit there and plan out your social media, make sure you actually ask yourself, first of all, like, what am I selling? What am I trying to achieve this month? What do I want people to do? And then create your social media content around that. And this as well, having that kind of forward planning. So this this is basically what we're doing inside Love Mondays Club at the moment. So every month I get all of us to kind of come up and, and sort of confirm, you know, what are our plans for the month? What are we selling? How many spaces do we have to sell? What do we want our audience to do this month with our social media? And this is all about being proactive rather than reactive as well, because we're planning ahead for our sales. We're setting targets. You know, we we have a really clear roadmap of like where we're starting from and where we want to get to. And then how social media can kind of fill in the gaps in between there and those sales, albeit whether it's growing your audience or selling to your current audience or whatever it might be. So this leads me on to my last little final bit for you. So at the start of 2024, I am going to be running a virtual retreat day. So it's going to be on Tuesday, the 9th of January, and it's going to be starting at around half nine in the morning and finishing at half past two. So it's a full sort of virtual retreat. And the idea of this is kind of off the back of what we've talked about today. So it's all about this idea of helping you to have a plan for 2024. So, you know, are you clear on what you're going to be selling? Do you know when you're going to be selling it? Are you planning to grow, but maybe you don't know how? So the whole aim of this day is it is about goal setting, but it's also about so much more than that. Because in my experience over the past few years, I've been to goal setting workshops and yes, I find them helpful. I find them interesting. It's great to kind of take a step back and dream big. But what I found is that often I had this big checklist of all these amazing things that I wanted to achieve, but no actual plan really around how it was going to happen. Or I could, you know, I could maybe see how things might work out, but I didn't know what was missing in my business to make that happen. So that's kind of been my inspiration for why I wanted to run this event in January, because I want to do more than just goal setting with you guys. So I'll talk you through really quickly what we're going to do during the day. So we're going to start off with that kind of initial goal setting activity. And before the virtual retreat, I'm actually going to send you some like prompts and questions just so you can kind of do that a little bit more independently um, then you can come to the retreat with those ideas in your mind then one of the first most important things we're going to do is we're going to spend the first half doing a business audit essentially so I have like a signature framework in my business I have like this kind of seven core modules that we go over and it covers every single part of your business from like your marketing to your audience growth to your systems to your mindset everything we cover it all and what we're going to do is we're going to go through a business audit together so we're going to work on looking at your business, looking at each of these separate seven separate sections of it and breaking down and seeing, you know, what's working really well for you in those sections, but actually what might be missing. And what this is going to do is help us to kind of take a step back and discover where the gaps are. And then off the back of this, what we can then do is then come back to your goals and think, okay, that's what we want to achieve. But actually here are the gaps I have in my business 
what do I need to do with those gaps to help me achieve X, Y, and Z? So that's where we're then going to make a plan for the year and you're going to have it really clearly mapped out where you're going to do that sort of gap filling, maybe where you need to go to get some extra support for things. And you're also going to as well plan out like your sales for the year because again, this is all about being proactive and not reactive. Like we don't want it to be that, you know, suddenly we have an idea and we've given ourselves two weeks to pull it all together and it's like a mad rush. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes that does happen and it's exciting and the adrenaline kicks in but actually running your business like that all of the time is exhausting and it will lead to burnout so instead we want to have at least a good overview plan for the year of what you're going to be doing and then of course alongside that we're going to have a marketing plan as well because we know where our sort of milestones are throughout the year and then we know what we have to do to get there so that missing link is then going to be what we've kind of talked about today of like okay what social media content can I create to help me get people in my audience, make those sales, achieve those goals, grow the business, uh, maybe even change the business, whatever it might be. So it's going to be a really, really helpful day. If you are a member of Love Mondays Club, this is included in your membership. But if you're not a member of Love Mondays Club, but you would still like to come along and you think that this is something that's going to give you really good clarity for the year and it's going to give you some really good direction. And actually, you really like the thought of kind of doing a bit of a business audit and picking everything apart a bit and just seeing, you know, where, you know, where things are working really well for you maybe where the gaps are and support around that then definitely please click the link in the show notes and you are very welcome to book on and join us because this is open to everybody else as well so as i say tickets are, are available now to book the link is down in the show notes and if you have any questions you can always contact me across social media i'm pretty much at love mondays club uh, everywhere it's easy to find me and i'll be very happy to have a chat with you about it otherwise i hope you have a wonderful week and i'll see you for next week's episode Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.